If you want to know about positive affirmations through negative reinforcement, this show is a perfect example. Right, Matt? 100%. 100%. But we talked a lot about Forks. Logan and Jimmy make a surprise appearance. They do, as does Trevor. And Trevor shows up. It's a great show. And then a classic, beautiful Rooster Endo. Live from the town of Pahrump, the village of the Valley of the Dirt People, this is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. My name is Jimmy Lewis. I'm here with Matt tonight, who's mm-hmm. going to push buttons and make sure that this thing works. Yep, and keep an eye on a, on a hockey game. Keep No, you're going to make... That's not a hockey game. That's a BBC. That's the BBC you, you got watching. That's the new term for it. Right, yeah. So, so let's go. Hopefully we don't get uh, hacked and somebody doesn't uh, transfer our thing. I've got our friends over here on the Instagrams. We got a really good question straight off the Instagrams. And Dirtbike TV says, I'm the only one in the world that likes air forks. And you may be right. I, I know about five people that like them. Actually, I think that most people like them. They're just afraid to say that because a lot of influencers uh, don't like them. I like them because they're very progressive, extremely light, and I can get them to do exactly what I want them to do. And I have never had a real big problem with it. So that's that's uh, that's me. So the, the questions, everybody's curious about KTM forks right now. I'll take that later. No, <laughs> Matt just moved our tequila bottle out of the way. So yeah, uh, KTMs, the, the KTM just dropped a bunch of new info uh, this week about their 2024 XCF and XC bikes. So that's their cross-country bikes, and the big news is that they're coming with a spring fork. They previously came with air forks. Actually, our buddy Jimmy will be really happy. Not this Jimmy, but the other Jimmy will be really happy. Jimmy Tyler. The aftermarket's not going to be so happy because, you know, as much as they like to fix all the bad forks, now they're probably not going to have to fix as many. No, they'll still be junk. (laughs) <laughs> um, that's the way it works. It's KTM. They so, always have that. How are the original four, four CS forks? I've only ran the older open cartridge ones. The older four CS forks suffered from a certain amount of stiction. And that stiction, uh, could kind of be eliminated a little bit by running negative air pressure inside of them. And I actually was able to get four CS forks to work just fine. Uh, but most people would just uh, send them away or just say they're junk, kind of like people do with air forks. But I would be remiss if I didn't do the most important thing that I have to do because I'm nothing but a shill for my sponsors. That's why Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, episode number 185, would not be possible without the help of some awesome companies. Of course, Yamaha, Blue Crew. I can't wait to ride. I, I'd like to ride a 23YZ450 because I hear people talking about it and just different things. And uh, mm-hmm. I missed out on all the intros this year. I didn't go. Yeah. And I really, I want to ride it. And Mark Daniels, uh, we need your address. <laughs> <laughs> or Matt needs to send me your address because I right. delivered your shirt to the movie premiere at Rottweiler Performance. Thinking that you might show up. And... So it's still in my possession. Anyways, uh, back to sponsors. Um, yeah, people have been reaching out and asking me for maps on on bikes I haven't ridden. And I'm like, I have to ride them to give you maps. What do you want? And I could kind of give them a direction on where to go. And we have actually a really good article on, on dirtbiketest.com 
That's www.dirtbiketest.com. Just search Yamaha Power Tuning Tips or something like this, and you, you will fuel injection mapping ignition tips. Search that on our site, on our site. And it will tell you kind of how to get what you want. It's actually pretty easy. And some of the maps they give you kind of do what people are asking for anyways. They just, uh, they think I'm an expert, which I claim to be on the internets. And you're paying exactly what you might get for. Takamoto sponsoring our favorite segment tonight, which is Rooster Endo. That's where you send us a picture of your bike and uh, with some instructions. And then we talk about it and somebody gets a gift certificate. Scott Sports, Climb, DDC. I've been wearing a lot of Climb. Even not when I'm riding because it's just good gear. My jackets, I love them. Uh, we're getting out of jacket season here, though. We're transitioning, Matt. Uh, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company. So I've been riding my analog pedal bike. Yeah. The one that doesn't have a motor in it. Is it and, analog or acoustic? And it's acoustic. I don't know what it is. It it sucks. I hate it. <laughs> it's pain. Just delivers pain. And it delivers even more pain because it does not have fast company flex handlebars for mountain bikes on it. Yeah. And does your e-bike have them? Yes. Such a difference. Like, like, mm -hmm. like my legs hurt and my wrists. My wrists hurt even when I walk up to even touch the bike. That's how bad because I know that there's going to be pain involved the day after from from not having flex handlebars. Since I have a different size steering stem and they're making it, I'm going to get a set for that bike. Uh, actually, I might be getting a new analog pedal bike in some way, straight, strange way or form. Seat concepts, bulletproof designs, and of course, double take mirrors, who I'm still working on getting that song done for that video that I want to do. So uh, anybody, that's what's up. Our sponsors are what's up. Click through our Amazon and Rocky Mountain links. It really helps us. You have been slowing down on the Rocky Mountain. You've got to be working on your bikes. Click through our link. It helps us out. It pays uh, Matt's uh, very ample salary. And, of course, uh, JimmyLewisOffRoad.com. April class. We have an April class? Do you have an April class? No. No, that's a – that's still on there? I thought I deleted yeah. that. Oh, boy. Here we go. Mistake. I'm just going to start number one. I'm just going to start a, a, num a numbering because I was, I was told – I got to look at my phone to answer this. I was told uh, how to how to get better performance uh -huh. out of uh, out of people when I'm looking for better performance. Yes, and it was uh, hmm positive affirmation through negative reinforcement. That's a lot of words. I know. I I got to check it because um, you know who was enticed by that was uh, young John Sermon. Oh, yeah. He he. We, we a couple of us older dudes were talking about how we got to where we were and you know the way we learned things. Uh huh. Um, I actually talked to him today. Yeah, he needs to make some more clips, but he says he doesn't get the show that often. It doesn't get sent to him. Yes, quick enough or something. He was we, complaining, and I called the excusatron. I just said, "Wind that sucker up, and keep going." Well, he called. We took care of that today. Okay, got it. Uh, well, half so, of it. We so that's it. Um, so Josh, back to your four CS forks. Um. They were, uh, frankly, horrible, uh, maybe even worse, more horrible than Air Forks, but I really can't say because I didn't feel they were that bad. And we have a couple other questions here. Uh, not half as bad as what someone says on the Instagrams. I'm getting so many comments on the Instagrams that they're stacking up on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. We're is also that, getting a lot on, is the, that a problem? on the feeds here, okay. too. 
Instagram, I'm going to have to hang up on you pretty quick. But if you want to go back to our live feed, we're on YouTube and Facebook. Facebook, yeah. dirt bike test. Just search dirt bike test. Look at the live thing, however that works. Um, I don't know. I don't do it that much. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching free content. I like to pay for it. <laughs> but I do pay for this in the comments. Uh, They've been nice lately. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we haven't really gotten any nasty ones. So, hey, our buddies over at Dirt Bike TV, uh, the ones that they like don't try Yamaha forks back to back. I, you know, this is the one thing, and I'm honestly saying this not because Yamaha is a sponsor <laughs> at all, because mm-hmm. I always have to, I like to clarify that anytime I say something good about our sponsors, is Yamaha has had, and Kayaba has had such a good package for such a long time. We're going back to the early 2000s. They've just been keeping it simple. They're not doing anything crazy. They didn't jump on the Air Force. And it's just been really good. And everything else has been coming along with it. Their packages overall have been really, really good. And some other manufacturers went off in little tangents and did different things. And it's, it's not that you couldn't get those forks or shock or whatever working well. It was just, they weren't as just good as the Yamaha was just box stock. And then... You had a lot of, you know, magazines, influencers, whatever, just go off on these tirades about certain things. And that guy's, you know, forums, internet forums. And it's like, I want to, you know how bad news travels fast? Like you watch the head, headline news, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They're going to talk about something on the news and it's not good. It's got to put a little fear into you. So I, I believe, and, and this can go, um, Back to some of the original, you know, journalists and some that are still active. I mean, you know, Jody Weisel at Motocross Action is a prime example. He knew bad news travels fast. So when he would he would take a bike that he knew everybody else was going to love and say something horrible about it and basically say, we're the only ones that will tell you the way it really is. And then put the fear of God and everybody wanted to buy that brand new bike because we used to get to ride them a month or two before everybody else. You put the fear that that whatever it is, the motor, the the suspension, the chassis was just horrible. And it generally, generally it was like a motor problem or a suspension problem, something that nothing against them. Pro Circuit could fix very quickly, instantly the next month. And there was an article about how they, Motocross Action and Pro Circuit, fixed it. And then it was like, oh, good. Well, I went out and bought that bike and then I just sent it off to pro circuit. And, and that, and if you don't believe me, go get a magazine from 2000 and 1998. That's mm-hmm. when it started. 1996, 97, 98 to till 2015. <laughs> Do a little research. Grab a couple of issues in a row and do a little research and tell me if I'm wrong. And and nothing against him. That was a great way to sell magazines. And that was what his job was. Mm-hmm. His job wasn't to give you the best information. His job was to make his publisher money. And he's really good at it, still is to this day. Actually, the group that they have down there right now is really good at they're they're well tutored. And and then and then people learn this and and whether or not, you know. Internet forums tried to take over that thing, but they don't didn't have they didn't have the focus that a magazine had. And now you have influencers have a lot of followers that try to do this, but most of them they're really good at being an influencer, whatever platform they're at. Mm-hmm. But 
they don't know their, uh, I was going to really say a bad analogy, but I'm not going to say that. Something like their ass from a hole in the wall and um, about motorcycles. And, and then they try to do something. And, and I've, the guy, the, the <laughs> if I could ever figure out how to, how to turn the screws and the knobs on Ernie Domico Dominguez 5022020 says, why do you only have three viewers? It's because I suck. Well, on Instagram. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Yeah, it's it's a. Well, I thought you were actually off of Instagram. No, I hadn't turned it off yet. Uh, I started talking and I forgot what I was doing. But anyways, so when I figure out how to turn the knobs on the social media, or I actually care enough to like really want to do it, mm-hmm. if I really want to focus on doing it, then I then I could have more than three viewers, Ernie. <laughs> I wish we would tell a friend, buddy. <laughs> Help us out. Uh, likes. Hey, you know we're over ten thousand subscribers on on the Instagram. on the grams on the on the dirt bike test. Yeah. Somehow or another, we must do. We must put pretty banging pictures up there. I yeah. I need to tell Trevor how to make it a hundred thousand. I know how to make it a hundred thousand. I do know this. Real quick, real easy. Put with strippers at the end of every video title. No, not with strippers. Put photos of the strippers uh-huh. next to the test bikes. Hey, welcome to welcome to Don Maeda Trans World. Yeah. That magazine absolutely killed it. They couldn't test something. They had some really good test riders. They couldn't test a product set aside from what their their advertisers gave them. Mm-hmm. But they had chicks and they had the freestyle guys. At the yeah. time, the freestyle guys were it was before they were all Christians and stuff. And they all liked those chicks and they were all, you know doing the chicks and getting the rad photos in the magazine. And that magazine was killing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the magazine right. I ran was bigger by doing just really good product tests. Mm-hmm. But everyone has a, finds an audience. Right. And, and I like to, if, if, if I want to look at porn, I don't want to try to find it in a motorcycle magazine. Right. And, and I don't want the guy who's really good at shooting. And even the guy that was at me before dirt rider was really good at getting girls to drop their pants and take a picture in front of a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And, and every once in a while he did it, but that wasn't the backbone of that magazine. And I had been beaten into him from the guys who had it before him that, that, that dirt rider was a testing magazine, but anyways, enough of my bullshit. So anyways, uh, hope that, hope that answered your question there, Ernie. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to get pictures. Uh, Trevor, I, I, I needed to call him before seven 30. What time is it? So at 7.15. Is he going to hop on the hot seat hotline? Well, we want to answer that KX450 question. Ah. Is that one in our list? It should be. Can we call call him up? It, can you text him the link or something? Make him come on to the show. It's part of his job. So why fix something that isn't broken? That's my term. Most of the bikes that come these days are actually not too bad. Again, thanks to our sponsors, Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports. Man, I like amplified goggle lenses, especially when it's cloudy and dark out. Uh, so nice. Uh, Brenda, we will we will as soon as our next billing cycle on credit card comes around. Oh, she must be talking about uh, supporting us through uh, yeah. Rocky Mountain. Recommending. Oh, the, yeah. She's going to have a big bill. Oh, yeah. They just got new KTM 300s. They went mm-hmm. from 98 to 2023. And 
Of course, the bikes, the 2023s just aren't good enough, so they have to modify them. Mm-hmm. Just just kidding, Brenda. <laughs> they're, they're just adding their protective stuff, well, while we, probably from Bulletproof Designs, who has all the stuff for your new 2023. Yeah. Well, while we wait for Trevor, let's get to some of the questions that were on the okay, sheet. Okay, let's hit the questions. Hey, everybody, we're going we're gonna to switch you off and uh, go to – you have to go to YouTube if you want to continue this discussion. But anyways, thanks a lot for joining and we will see you for our next pre-show of the show that's the show about motorcycles. Okay, see ya. Okay. okay. So Austin Coleman had commented before I actually, right after I had printed that out. Uh, Austin Coleman, hey, a couple of quick things from last week about my 2019 KTM 300 XCW. When asking about upgrades, currently the bike is bone stock as far as I know. It has 130 hours on it with a fresh rebuild. The only reason why it's still... Why it's still running is because I have your special straps. Only thing extra on it are some protection parts. No front disc guard. And regarding the compression clicker not bottoming out, I called the shop in Idaho and did it. And he said there was a nut that probably came loose just inside the fork up top. And he'd take a look when I get back home from Alaska. So brand new 2023. 2019. Oh, 2019. Okay. Yeah. That's why. That's, that's, I, because I, he said, he said, it's all stock as far as I know. And I'm like, if it's a 2023, how'd you get it like unstocked without, did, did, did the internet gremlin sneak in your garage and modify it for you before, before you, yeah. Before you even knew it. I mean, did it grow hand guards and a, and a pipe guard or did a magical ECU get put on your bike by aliens? Kind of like what happens out here all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got this new sheet of tinfoil that I put, over all of my ECUs, so the aliens wouldn't reprogram them. That's, that sounds like a solid, good, uh, a good solid idea. Okay, so, so the root of his question, after I made all those horrible jokes, it was the so essentially it was just following up from last week when he said he could keep clicking it. Uh, he, he could never like make the oh. make it bottom out. If I remember right, right, and he said a bolt had come off. So he's saying that the shop was saying there's probably a nut that's came loose inside the fork up near the top. So he's, he said, Oh, cause his, his clicker is constantly spinning. Yeah. On his shockers fork, fork, fork. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It like, it could be, it could be improperly assembled. I've seen like the, the when, when, when you take apart forks and there's clickers in the caps, there's also set nuts that need to be, indexed at a certain height it just depends on the fork everyone's a little bit different but if if i've seen people screw their clickers in and they fall inside the fork i've seen people unscrew their clickers and they pop out because just improper assembly or or they're ham-fisted with their tools but mostly i see people never ever touch their clickers Mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh good good for him thanks for following up I, i do appreciate that uh let me know what it really is when you find out because that will help. That just increases my knowledge bank. Right. All right, Jason Nadler. What do you think of clutch weights, especially the Blaze Racing 7-ounce clutch weight for the 302 strokes? Uh, they work. And they are, I'd say, one-seventh as noticeable as a, as a flywheel weight. And um, that's about it. It's, it's they... They do, they do help. They seem to be a little, I would call it smoother than a, than a flywheel. So I'm going to go with one fifth as a, you know, as far as, as far as the ounces per, uh, ounces per effectiveness. 
So, you know, when you, when you do like a four or five ounce flywheel weight, uh, much more noticeable than a seven ounce, uh, clutch weight. Well, Dave Donnelly is asking a question that a lot of people have been wondering about regarding those cove. So the cove. Yeah. So motor Marini and CF moto, uh, any comments on these Chinese bikes? Uh, will they be junk in three years? I don't think that they're going to be the same as your normal brands because I've never, ever, ever once seen these Chinese companies out doing any real durability testing previous to producing something. I know the Kobe people finished Dakar and with what I don't know. I mean, cause they look so much like a, you know, a, uh, it was funny. I got to thinking about this after the last show. Cause we got so many questions about that. And it's like, yeah, I'm willing to ride the bike. Do they have, they, you know, they mentioned it when I saw the guys at the show, they said, Hey, would you like to, you know, try the bike? I said, yeah, no problem. They're running around showing it to a lot of the people that I referred to in the first 10 minutes of the show who will not say anything bad about it and are, oh, yeah, I got to ride a bike and mm-hmm. um, Instafluencers. So they're all they're, they're the ones that are riding it right now because they're going to say a lot of good things and they sell it. I will tell you how it really works. And unlike those guys, I've ridden, let's see, one, two, three. Three current factory rally bikes and seven or eight non-current factory rally bikes. So I know what a factory rally bike works like. So probably I'm probably not the first person you're going to hand something that doesn't work like a factory rally bike. That being said, is that what it's supposed to be? And do, do you, the average customer, want to ride a factory rally bike? And the answer is yes, you do in your dreams. But for a practical motorcycle, the answer is no. Okay, sounds like sounds like we got somebody on the phone. So actually, we have two special callers in right now. Uh, we have a Trevor Hunter, but I believe we also have a Logan Tyler on the line as well. They called at the same time. Oh, well, the good thing is at least one of them might talk. There we go. Let's guess. Okay. Would, any, I, would any longtime viewers of the, of the, uh, bring them both of on? the show? Yeah, bring them both on because then I, they won't talk over each other. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> so guys, you're on, but you don't have to... Well, Trevor, you're on. You don't have to turn on your uh, video if you don't want to. Even yeah, better. If you d- yeah, uh, Logan probably should turn on your video because I want to see how many chicks you have with you. Well, Logan <laughs> needs to unmute first. <laughs> okay, so go. these are uh, former, uh, well, one former co-host of the show who I'm going to talk about uh, negative reinforcement, um, positive affirmation, whatever that is. Uh, ask the, ask the uh, KX450 question and we'll do them one at a time. And Trevor chime in with your answers, please. Okay. So Trevor, this is a question sent to Jimmy from Justin Witcher. I just recently purchased a 2023 KX450X for district 37 racing. I've read that you built and raced a KX450. I have a few questions. Number one, what oil is recommended? Uh, I've been running Maxima pro plus 1040. With no issues. Yeah, I like to actually, I, I like to actually run oil in the motorcycle. That usually. And if helps. we had a, if 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 we had a sponsor of oil on this show, I would recommend their oil because I think number one thing is to have oil in the motorcycle. What about Rotella? Could we uh, just recommend that? <laughs> we could. 
We can, oh, yeah, we can if, if, Dello, we can recommend Pennzoil, we can recommend... Do you think uh, Shell would actually give money to a show this small? You would not believe that I'm actually working on that. <laughs> I, I actually started working on that yesterday. Holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, okay, next question. Okay, so up next... Next question. So number question number two, any overheating issues? Is an, is an electric fan recommended or is the Boysen high flow water pump system recommended? Uh, I haven't had any overheating issues. Um, I have on other bikes in the same kind of on the same trail rides that I've been on with the Kawasaki, but the Kawasaki itself actually haven't had overheat yet. I do know a lot of the race teams run the Boysen supercooler, but yeah, I've, I've not experienced with the uh, Kawasaki overheating or running too hot. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go that I don't think that the Kawasaki has any cooling issues above or below any other bike. Yeah, uh, this is just going on previous experience. But I will tell you that the heat that you're experiencing when you have issues with this is generally caused by the clutch. So, so. Oftentimes, less clutch use will do more than anything else, as far as is keeping it cool. Uh, and and then, I'm pretty sure that Trail Tech, one of our show's sponsors, uh, makes a fan kit for that bike. If you are doing a lot of slow speed, where you feel that having some extra airflow will help, um, which it does. And then, uh, but you could also get off the clutch a little bit. Did we? Did we? I got a. Did did he, he we we don't know if he called in or he the guy no, with no, the questions not, okay he, he yeah. has not called in got it okay right. next so question number three which silencer slash spark arrestor is recommended and any issues with sound check uh only one I've I've really ridden is a Pro Circuit P six I know Scott maybe you Jimmy as well have ridden the FMF system and like that as well mm-hmm. uh, I've never actually ran it through sound check but. The pro circuit system I did use kind of helped the motor a little bit. So I was a fan of that. And you're Trevor, you're running the full system. Yeah. The T six full system. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you if there's, if there's a, if there's a a company that makes a good pipe for a Kawasaki, it is pro circuit. They, they do a really good job. And I, and another thing I'll tell you is if you get a pro circuit system and an FMF, FMF system for the same bike, they will be a little bit different. And just based on, I would say, the company's philosophies on how to, uh, you know, produce power, how they want the power to develop. I typically on the Kawasaki's, Kawasaki's always like have a really loud sounding muffler, even though it tests pretty quiet. But to the rider, it's super, super noisy. Uh, Is this still the case, Trevor? Absolutely. So I liked running the FMFQ just slip-ons on the Kawasaki because it kind of deadened the power a little bit because Kawasaki never had a problem making power. And it it deadened it and smoothed it a little bit. And I think the Pro Circuit actually didn't deaden it. It just – and this is is an older – this is a few years back. It didn't deaden it. It it actually filled in the the part where the Kawasaki kind of hits and then made it smoother that way. Yeah, I would tend to agree. Kind of smooth out, smooth out the initial hit and the bottom end a little bit, and then it kind of put, put a little more in the mid to top end um, on this newer bike. Yeah. So, 
Is that the that the extent of the questions? There or should be another? one more. So one more. Uh, question number four: Which suspension company have you found to have the best settings for the suspension on the on the bike? On that bike. Uh, I've been doing a lot of testing and riding with TCS Power Sports, who does a lot of my bikes, and I'm pretty happy with that. But I've also ridden uh, Precision Concepts bikes, and obviously they're a Kawasaki race team, and they had a really good Kawasaki setting as well. So those are the only two. I've also ridden Enzo, um, and I really like that as well. So they're all kind of three different, um, but both all three of them had really good experience with. All, all you're saying for you, they were all better than stock. Yes. Why? Uh, stock, I felt was just too soft for, for my liking. <laughs> well, Trevor, let me introduce you to the world of old guys that would be riding that KX uh, 450X. I remember when I rode the one a few years ago, and I'm just like, I need to soften this sucker up for you know off road stuff. And so. So here in, in lies the the thing, you know, when you're talking about like racing and, and then, you know, someone that's like racing at a different level yeah. and not that, not that it just because you're going slower doesn't mean you might want it stiffer because slower guys sometimes hit the bumps differently. Yep. But uh, I would say, I mean, can, but could you get it to work fine with the clickers, with the stock clickers? If I was riding slower speed stuff, it wasn't too bad, but kind of for my intended purpose, more for GP style, um, maybe desert racing as well, going faster, it was much too soft. But if I was just riding, what about technical? What about just springs? Uh, I'm running just about like maybe half a spring rate up over stock. So the springs, it's still still less than the motocross bike. Uh, or same as I think the same as a motocross bike. I want to say. Interesting. Yeah. So like the Yamaha F4DFX, um, just putting springs in really helped that bike. And valving wasn't all that big of a difference. Whereas the Kawasaki is more of a valving change to a spring change for me. Interesting, because uh, because the Kawasaki the valving is not different from the motocross bike, correct? No, I I believe it's different. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I could I'm gonna ask guess that it's the, I yeah as as a as a good journalist that's testing the bike you should you should probably uh, know that answer. I should just saying. Yeah, I'll find that out. Okay, yeah, hold on, uh, Trevor, you get a point. Matt Matt already screwed up the 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 ad read thing here, and you're getting a point as well. Hey Logan, how you doing? All right. You're getting a point too because you're somehow you and your is your dad in there also? I can yep. kind of see on the yeah, screen. Right. Yeah, there we go. He's, you he should be on your screen you, now. Yeah, you guys are making too much noise. Oh yeah, my! So you're getting a point. It's a it's a triple tie right now. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. It's windy here, and my garage door is about to blow off the thing. I think so. I've got some food by four oh. holding it up, but I don't know. We might have to go inside the house, I guess. Uh, poor prump people that moved to Las Vegas. That's what happens. <laughs> you you took all the you took all the wind with you. Today we hey, seem uh, to have. <laughs> yeah. So uh Trevor, uh, 2024 KTM XCs are introduced. Uh are you excited? One second. Uh oh, you, I, can you hear me now? Yeah. I like the sound of spring forks, even though 
I've come around to the Air Force a little bit more in the last year or so. Um, I do think Commodore Spring Forks is interesting and something different that could be good or could be bad. You just never know, but it's interesting for sure. But you, but you hate those bikes. Just admit it. They're not my preferred bike of choice most most <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, that's that's why that's why you, you know you're last in line when it comes to like, hey, can I get a test bike? Uh, well, it's, maybe I just need to spend some more time on them and get a little more comfortable the, on them. But it's hard to do when uh, you don't hey, have a bike. Back bag. in my back in my day, when 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 I didn't like. Um, when, when it was known that I, I wasn't a fan of a certain brand or something like that. So number one, one thing that I would do personally is I would actually spend more time riding it just to get more used to it, to see if that would change. But the good, when they had a good media or PR person, um, they would make sure that I had a bike to ride it just because it was like, then, then if I said something bad, they're like, well, did you ride it? And then I'm like, well, damn straight. I rode it and I tested it and. And and everything, but uh, yeah, I mean, now they can just give it to ten other people that will love it, and then you could, uh, you know, you can you can just go away. Yeah, I think that <laughs> seems that might be the case nowadays, but I'm working yeah. on changing that slowly but surely. So, so you're riding all the 450s this weekend? You got old guys riding them on Saturday? That's the plan. 450. I don't call- off road comparison. Yeah, I don't qualify as old guy, so maybe I'll see you on Sunday. I think you're a fast guy, so. Oh, it's fast guys ride them on Sunday. Uh, there's fast guy. I don't know about Sunday, but at some point there'll be some fast guys too. Really, I should come out that day. I think you got because show some of the kids what's up. I think yeah. I don't know where I fall. <laughs> I I hardly even try, and and I just I just use good technique that I've, I've massaged over many years, and. Don't expend any energy. That's why I have a big camel front and um, uh, put it down. So you've probably got a, a District 37 meeting to go to. Yeah, I'm here right now, but I have a few minutes if right. you need. Yeah, well, just just let them know they're not bringing up any new young talent. It's obvious because <laughs> old guys shouldn't go out there and be able to finish third overall or something. So, uh, yeah, just just let them know they need to, they need to work on their game. Yeah. Is it that or is it maybe just you're just that big of a talent that there's no denying no, speed? No, no, no. There's, there's, it's, it's, it's. I mean, they're not sending me any clients, <laughs> <laughs> so I could help. I could help you a lot. You know that those those semi mediocre finishes that you're getting. I know. I know. You know. You've seen a little bit. You know. You just don't want to swallow the whole pill. I want a little tiny. I want to swallow tiny the whole pill, but the pill is too far yeah. away. Is my problem. <laughs> oh, you just, you got to make, make an investment. You can't just go pedal that mountain bike all the time. I proved that. I've been trying to pedal a mountain bike. I can barely do that, but I can still beat you on a motorcycle. Uh, I, yeah, I want okay. disagree. Enough shit. Enough shit talking. Walk into the the, the meeting and and uh, and uh, figure it out. All right. Well, <laughs> everyone, uh, we have some pretty cool things coming to dirt bike test with some new Yamahas. So stay tuned to that next week. And yeah, let's leave it there. Okay, thanks, Trevor. Talk to you soon. Cheers, All right, bye. Okay, uh, Logan. Yeah. How's how's it been going? All right. Does does the shoulder work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the way up. Better than better than Cooper's. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, because because somebody's here says bring Cooper Loop back on. We need that awkward silence back in the show, <laughs> which is kind of strange because I don't know whether he's talking about like. 
Logan, who Logan was just my silent co-host, mm-hmm. and Cooper, who would just mispronounce most of the words. He did give us probably our best inside joke. I yeah. do love titty tail. Yeah, the titty tail. <laughs> yeah. And so so I don't know, Chris, who you're looking to get back on. This is Logan. Logan doesn't talk. Uh, Logan moved to Las Vegas. He didn't really get fired like we alluded to on the show. But I did have uh, someone this weekend that rode up to my cabin. Some guy just randomly showed up. I'm no names to be announced, although he will be a co-host on the show for this very reason. He said, he said, I like how you got rid of that. Um, the the quiet guy. Cause he seemed like he slowed the show down. <laughs> uh, Logan, do you, do would you like to defend yourself there? Not really. Not really. <laughs> I this, think it's pretty is, honest. <laughs> But to be honest, you, you were sitting there, you were just managing your herd of chicks on your phone most of the time while you were on the show because they were all watching because our viewership was way up in the uh, 16 to 19 year old female <laughs> category <laughs> during during that particular time. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what you're doing. That's why you couldn't talk unless I made you read the, the reads. Yeah. And. And the funny thing is, is even when Cooper came on, he realized how hard it was. And Matt has defended you endlessly when he has to read the questions, the the way they're submitted. It, it A lot of it does have to do with how they're t- submitted. And, People oh, yeah. need to learn how to write. And even even Heather was like, like when, when this guy was saying this, uh, Heather was like, dude, have you ever seen the questions, the way they come in? So I said, <laughs> he's, a, he's a friend. He's a good friend. Ride, I've ridden with him before and and. I'm going to bring him on the show. I'm going to bring him on to the show and I'm going to say, Oh, I think I figured out who it is. He, here's how to, here's how to be a co-host. So you get to, you know, he'll get to be a co-host and, uh, but he won't, I won't, I don't know if I'll make him read it. He'll just answer motorcycle questions. But so Jimmy Tyler, uh, hey. welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you guys. And nice shirts, by the way. Hey, we're going to have a, a limited edition tech talk taco Tuesday shirt coming out real soon. Oh, I mean, so, Bob uh, Lake? Uh, he has not shown up Bob, for the past like 20 shows. Bob, uh, well, Bob didn't die. Just this show died to him. Huh. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, well, we well, know he's not awake the, either way. To answer my question, yeah, I guess he's not awake. Or, why? Or, does he, he, has he been hitting you up trying to get a door or something like that? Or did his, did his house blow over and he thought maybe, maybe you could send Logan over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got him the door. <laughs> so the, uh, what I was what I was getting at here is that it's not as easy to be a co-host as you think. So the question is, Jimmy Tyler, what do you think of KTM switching away from that air fork? Uh, well, I they did it on their their like uh, XCs and stuff like that. Is that what they did? Yeah, br- brand new. See, the SX see, you're not the on the social. Don't have it because the other ones always had it, right? Well, I don't know about the SXs. They've announced those I, yet. I believe they they haven't announced them yet. Yeah, so they announced XCs, and the big change in the XC is it going back to the spring fork. Spring fork. Is it like we, a closed been... dual chamber type of fork system, I wonder? or Oh, like the old 4CS? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this, is, this is the question earlier in the day. Well, I, I figured you'd be happy because you, you, know, you were one of the first Because yeah, I, yeah, I, I've tried to, I've tried everything I can try with that fork, and it's okay yeah. at very best. <laughs> and... Logan, you're still running air, right? A better tuner than me. I will admit, I'm not a very good tuner, and I get at some point I just want to go ride and not fiddle with suspension anymore. I just want to go ride. You know, I, I agree. I work and 
I do this. And when I get a little free time, <laughs> I don't want to always piss with suspension, you know? So, so your, 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 um, method for tuning forks is positive affirmations through negative reinforcement. I don't, maybe I'm not smart enough to know what all that means, but I know I'll, I'll give it like a good solid 10 hours of ride hours of fiddling with it. And after that, I don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> Logan, what's on, what's on your XC? Uh, there. Logan. Logan. There. Yeah. Oh, oh, smart kid. But it's obviously not as good as a Yamaha because Matt here seems like the last time you guys all raced together dominated all you guys on a Yamaha with a spring fork that was pretty much your bike's totally box stock. We it's I haven't put the stock mapping back in it. Box box stock, yep. Kenda tires, yep, go race. Yep. Logan, Beat Logan all the KTM air forks. Yep. Yeah. I raced the yeah, well, 52. Yep. Oh, that's oh, right. No, did? he was yeah. blue crew that day. Oh, you raced. Oh, you rode a Yamaha's blue crew that day. He raced a motocross oh, take, bike. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a mistake. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, so, he swore so, to me it wasn't. After five minutes yeah. of testing in the desert, I'm like, that's said it was the problem a, is after five minutes, man. <laughs> okay. So so the question I have for you, Logan, is, so the other day you asked me for some maps. Yeah. And I gave you, I gave you a couple maps, and this alludes back to someone who's asking me about or a few people were asking me about getting mapping for new bikes that I haven't ridden. I gave you a couple maps that had big changes in certain areas. Did you plug those in? I could not get it to upload. You couldn't get it to upload. Yeah. Uh, so I just started filling oh, with it myself. Okay. So did you try making a map like that in your own? Because I know why I won't, now I know why I won't upload because they were not for YZ. They were for... They were they were for a uh, might have been for a, a FX, not a YZ. No, I, I, I couldn't get it to upload to the app at all. To, oh, really? No. Oh, the the files I sent you. Yes. Interesting. Uh huh. Yeah, because usually that's pretty that's pretty simple. You know, usually you just I'm because at the track I do it all the time. I just text to the person I'm standing next to, and they get it, and then they install it in the thing. And then I know I've emailed to to some guys. Remember, like the, there was a guy at Sandy Valley. He was, he was like, "Hey, what what do you you know? Give me give me a map for this thing." So I sent him a map, and he told me he put it in, and it was the best thing ever. And I said, "Really? What did it do?" Because <laughs> I because because he he just. He didn't really know what to describe, so I gave him a completely different map. He said that map was insane. And I'm like, okay, what did it? You know, what did it do? I wanted to know. Never underestimate placebo effect. There is that. Um, yeah, maybe I should just start sending out all zero maps. And I'll no, say, that'd I'll, be a really good experiment, actually. I'll say it's the underlying code that's behind you. It looks like all zeros to you, yeah. but I put some. I got some special underlying code. Yeah, uh, from the aliens. It could be like the the sugar pills for you know pharmaceutical trials right that would be what those are the like the birth control birth control test that i'm on right now to make sure i don't get pregnant i think it's just called grinder okay uh, <laughs> uh jason abbott says he wants some spring forks to test i think he has a i think he bought a 23 xc so um well jimmy you've you've tested spring forks <laughs> that's that's what you you went there right you went with a spring conversion well, I did, yeah, because my air the air fork broke, so it's kind of cheaper to put spring conversion in it than it is to buy the 
the air tube thing. So right. it's, it's, I don't think the air is necessarily the thing I don't like about it. Yeah. I've, I got I another, I've got I don't another, know what it is, but I'm, I don't think it's the actual air part. I think the air makes a fine spring. I don't, if I had to guess, I'd say it's because it's one fork doing everything versus two. One fork kind of doing compression and rebound and the other fork just being a spring, whether it's a uh, air or you know, an actual coil. Yeah. But I'm not smart enough to tell you that, but I say that must be it because, or maybe it makes it where it's just a, when it's a click off, it's way off because it has to do double duty each click, I would think. Yeah, it, in reality, it it should, but I never I never had to venture that far off of you know when I I, I raced an XC, and yeah. I never had to venture that far off of a the standard setting, and I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. But uh, uh, yeah, Kyler Stoker here says I think they build bikes for you because you know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, I I ride around. You're like the bikes. guys that they set them up for. I think. <laughs> No, no. I mean, they, they do test this stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Stoker says that we should make a dirt bike test sticker that, that says uh, convert DBT AR, AER edition sticker that uh, that converts them. And then it costs $1,450. And then they will be the best fork ever. No. It, it's, <laughs> to be honest with you, the spring, the spring conversion, the single-sided race tech spring conversion, not the KYB drop-ins that everybody I think is talking about at the track or whatever that I talked to. Right. Just the single-sided conversion, I really didn't notice much different. Oh, really? No. I mean, it, so so you so it, you it, it so gets you, rid of so, that harsh. The the kind of like if you just sort of ride off of a loading dock, that slap that's very harsh on them. So the 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 extreme progressive nature of the fork, yes. I guess. Okay. Sure. Which that really doesn't bother me because realistically that happens once every 30 minutes when you're riding. So that was mm -hmm. never my problem. You know, that's a weird type of thing that, you know, that's, but we'd go into like embedded rocks and the front end was just, off, you know, just, just deflect. Away. and I could never figure that out. The spring fork did help with that a lot. If that's kind of, yeah, and problem, so, 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 so you're, so you're, you're embedded rocks and stuff like that. Probably a better way. To so your that. your race tech, so your race tech drop and replace the air cartridge with a single sided spring. Correct. Just a really so so, so similar to because I think the Kaaba does the same thing. Correct. I think Kaaba's got you. You could yeah. You probably or, know better than the, me, but I I haven't I haven't investigated it. To, I think it's to I think see it's it two, I think it I think it's two sets of drop ends with uh, two sets. I oh I think yeah. So with, so yeah. So they're putting. Their internals inside of you know it's just so it's a it's double spring. Their fork. internals fit to, you know, the KTM outer tubes and you know lower tubes. Right. Uh, yeah. So Dirt Bike TV, uh, who uh, Jay knows cheap, this, so says, the Kaaba kit is a dual spring kit. So yeah, they're giving you the the both sides as opposed to a single a single side. Right. But uh, Jason, who has the bike, says he doesn't care for the air fork. Vague in the mid corner feel, not as connected as a spring. And man, I can, I can uh, get that. Yeah, it and and he says that the the and uh, Jay at Dirt Bike TV says the Race Tech single spring is a very good kit for the at least the cost 
you know, to deflect yeah. from a a. Br cost wise, what, what did do you remember? What it cost? About six fifty seven hundred bucks. I you know I do all that wow. myself, so it's it didn't cost me any labor. But I think it's I think it's six hundred bucks. Yeah. So the Kaaba thing, and I, and I I talked to a guy that I used to do a lot of work with that does Olin stuff, and the Olin's has a conversion yep. kit as well. That's that's. And if if this guy says it's good, I know it's good because I, I wrote a set of those my nephew Adam, and they were really good. I like. Yeah, them. he doesn't. It was at Coppersmith and he, he doesn't, he, he, he learned very quickly not to BS me. Cause he, he actually let me try something that he, he was kind of told he was working for Olin's at the time. He was kind of told that he had to give this to the magazines. And I tried it. And I came in and said, well, it, is it supposed to do this? <laughs> and he's like, uh, no. <laughs> and after that, he was always pretty, pretty, uh, uh, straightforward with what he said. But, um, and he he actually he actually built me a shock uh, for a PDS shock that's one of the best PDS shocks I've ever ridden, and it's I still have it. It's actually on one of my KTM 500s, and believe it or not, it was set up for a KTM 144, mm. and I just gave a little bit of a spring to it and added some spring to it, and that thing still works really good. Actually, it's time to get that thing sent back in, and I think I might have had it re. Actually, I did have it serviced once, so it's probably okay, but. Uh, Anyways, uh, well, cool. Uh, so Logan, you, you, I saw you there uh, checking the what Tinder grinder. Uh, what do you got going there? Instagrams, uh, welding wire. Yeah, you know we got fidgets over here. No, no, your phone. I, I saw your phone up there in the corner. All the ladies are checking in. I saw mm-hmm. the thing. It's gone up. We got a lot of viewers. Yeah. The yeah. the category. It's a it's a giant chart here. It looks like it looks like everywhere. It looks like race central here, but it's like charts and the the <laughs> you know. Actually, you got all the way up to 21. The 21-year-old female audience just went off the chart for a little bit there. <laughs> so, you got you to come come back out one of these times. I've got a water truck for the flat track. Oh, I know. I can yeah, make it fucking good. I can make it premium. Yeah, I can make that place premium. And it's my like, neighbors it, tell me. I, I rode it a little bit last time we were out there. It was really nice. Yeah, my neighbors tell me I have an unlimited supply of water if I want to keep watering that thing because they're, yeah, they're I mean, into it too. Yeah, which is pretty water. cool. So especially, you know, with all this rain, it's like unlimited supply of water. We're back in yeah. the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> Been a good year for dirt bikes, huh? That, yeah. is, that is true. Hey, do we have any other questions we want to have these guys help us answer? Uh, dirt Bike TV did chime in with saying the mid valve piston is new and doesn't use uh, Delta shims on the rebound stack. And we're talking about the new KTM. Which one are we talking about? I think he's talking about, we're still talking oh. about the conversion kits. The conversion kit. Oh, the the new the new fork, right? I didn't read. I didn't read really deep into it. That's Trevor's job. Got it. I just want to ride it. I want to ride it, and then I'll tell you how it works. <laughs> the technical specs. Everybody. It's really easy to take technical specs, cut and copy. And right now, why bother? Just get AI. Just ask artificial intelligence to write ninety percent of your stuff, and then and then you just read it off. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's the that's the way it, that's the way it's coming. When was have you Logan? Have you used AI to write any papers at school yet? No, because I don't write papers at school. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, what what do you do at school? I type them. Oh, you type. <laughs> so I, does you know, AI I, type? <laughs> the last time I did an essay was today, and it was on paper. And then before that. 
they're all mostly all have been on paper on paper. So how do you get the, how do you get the, whatever the question is, like somebody asks you a question and thoughts go in your head and you answer the question and you put it out. How do you get it onto the paper? You know, he goes to a school that's smaller than Perron, but the city is smaller than Perron. Right. Yeah. He goes to Boulder. So. Well, well, I know. Uh, evidently, in Pahrump, they they're still learning how to use the 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 chisel and chisel the 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 words and the symbols into the rock. Oh yeah. But but I'm I'm interested in this phenomenon of like you go to school and you don't have to write on papers, but you turned. Did you turn in a paper or do you mind meld with your teacher? No, we write on paper. Okay. Yeah. So you 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 wrote out on paper your last essay mm-hmm. of some sort. Yeah. What what was it about? Uh, how Tupac's Still I Rise song is similar to Maya Angelou's uh, poem Still I Rise. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the like door man. that you helped me. Yeah. You know, the you know, the door that you helped me install over in this mobile home. Mm-hmm. I, I need some I need some help realigning it. So you might want to come over. Yeah. You got to get good at doors. <laughs> Probably gonna get good to this guy. I, I, yeah, it, it, the, the, the where the where the little the, the, the latch goes into the the hole, it's not lining up very well. I don't know if the whole motorhome shifted or whatever, but we got got a little issue out here. So it's beyond my pay scale. I'll tell you that right now. And I'm not. I'm talking about like it's way above my pay scale. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> I bought the good, I bought the good tools. <laughs> I have a hammer. <laughs> so, Hey, well, it's uh, good to see you guys. We need to be doing some riding here before it gets too uh, yeah. hot. Yeah, we do. And, and, uh, Hey, I was mountain biking. Actually, I went running up in your neck of the woods, uh, last week. Again? Oh uh, yeah. I, I had, a, I had to drop my, uh, my, uh, my, my electric mountain bike had a little problem. It, intermittently started or stopped working. And so I had to take it to a, the, the, uh, the, the bike shop over there. And then since I didn't have a bicycle, I went running up to a little radar repeater, something up on top of a hill, which is gnarly. Yeah. So hmm. anyways. Okay. Well, we will see you guys in the near future. Logan, yeah, uh, feel, really appreciate feel free to come. talking to you Good talking to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll have you guys back out and, uh, let's go riding. Yeah, we, we need to ride before the show. That makes the show that much better. Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I tell you I rode I wrote, I wrote my Husaberg 650 down the street? It's not totally put back together yet, but I did. It runs, went down the street, all my new parts. The 650, from, did you say? Good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. It came from lands, lands far away. Like it's a, it's the thing's going to be so tight when it's redone. You can't, <laughs> we're, we're not going to be able to ride it here because. I know it's a ticking time bomb, so I want to take it to some place where I know there's these hill climbs, really good long ass hill climbs. Oh, and so uh, we we might have. Let to, her eat, what are you huh? doing this? What are you doing this weekend? Yeah, let her eat. <laughs> yeah, might huh? be some opportunities this weekend. I will try. Yeah, I got okay some stuff coming here. But okay. Logan, how's the thing. how's the the arms good? I saw you raising it up there. Yeah, I'm great. I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I go riding on the weekends. He don't. I don't know what he does, but I don't. Uh, he looks at the phone. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> trying to learn my new area and the riding spot. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. Take care. We'll, we'll see you soon. See you guys.
See ya. Right on, everybody. That was uh, Logan and Jimmy Tyler, uh, former Valley of the Dirt people residents. They moving on up, as they like to say, in yeah. the hood. Yeah, living that, living the high life. High life. What's uh, we had a problem? Just a uh, problem or question that just came in on the uh, on the chat here. Yeah. Let's get right to that. So, so we'll do this one. Then we're going to go to Dimitri break. wants to know. Uh, I had a question a few tech talks ago about getting a KTM 150 TPI to work good in nasty hard enduro situations. Reporting back on my progress, installed the RK tech hit ahead, the pump non-ethanol gas, and it made me not notice any problems with either uh, getting going or keeping it spinning, going uphill. The head works a lot better than stock in a high load mid RPM scenario instead of bogging down like the stock one does. It just keeps pulling. Not quite to the beta 200 level, but very much workable. Well, that's awesome. So he basically just replaced the cylinder head. That's my understanding of yeah, what and, and put in there. And uh, that's cool. So RK Tech head. I'm surprised that just a, a cylinder head would do um, that much, but sometimes they can. I mean, it, it's so essentially they're changing the squish band compression ratio, different things mm-hmm. like that. And for whatever RPM area he wants to make that thing work, it worked, and and that's good. Uh, awesome. So, do cool. we have any other ones in the chat that we want to hit before we? I think we should go to commercial break. Okay, because we have so many that I just want to get commercials out of the way. Okay, we'll hop in back into those. Let's get some commercials from our very favorite bestest sponsors. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually twenty four seven tech support via email or text and it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you if you've ever received an order from us you know that the taco touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty. And we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested and ridden and raced and knows meets the, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. And we are back, and we're going to jump right back in with the Bulletproof Designs product of the week. And this is something I brought on the show before, but I've actually tested it a bunch. And they finally motominded. This is the Torch LED system. So it's on here. I'm going to try to shine it up into the lights, and maybe it'll reflect back. But it's essentially a helmet mat, helmet light. Because we're getting to the point where you might want to be going out riding at night and maybe you don't have a headlight or you want a better headlight or you want to have auxiliary lighting or something like this. This is a pretty cool system that Motominer comes up with. So they're using basically a Baja Designs uh, light that is a S1 Pro and it's 2320 lumens and you can get in the spotter wide pattern based on the lens that you put on the front of it. And then it comes with this wiring harness, which is pretty cool. And this is kind of the, the moto-minded part of it. 
they they have a mount that's it's magnetic between the attachment points so they have a fixture stuff here so if you do crash or it hits it does kind of pop and break off so it comes off as simply as that i probably couldn't see because of the thing but i'm going to put it back on and you'll notice when you hear it you hear it click it just locks right in super adjustable just based on the angle so you can get this light to point wherever you want it to the wiring goes it has a little switch on the back so you can turn it on and off real easy and then it plugs into either a battery so you, they they sell some battery options or it'll plug right into your stock ktm wiring harness so you can get the power that way and then you can plug in you can mount this on your handlebars and then just simply plug in and take it out so it has a stretchy cord right here nice stretchy cord high quality wires all that kind of stuff as far as this system it's one of those things that's super just top rate super sano uh, and then as far as how it works, well, it's the light is the light and the light is roughly, I want to say it's about three times as good as a stock KTM headlight, if that makes any sense. And I don't think it throws, it throws probably one and a half times as far, but with a way better light. And I was running it with more of the, um, you know kind of the more narrow spread i won't, won't call it a pencil because it didn't seem like a didn't seem like a pencil beam but i tried it with the with the wide one and i started noticing that when i was riding most of the bikes they had stock headlights and the stock headlight was doing okay at the wide stuff but this thing i could point where i wanted to see and then if i needed to look a little bit farther out it was just it was just nice i was a big helmet light guy back in the early riding at mountain bikes at night and everybody's mounting their lights to their bike. And I realized that, hey, I want I want a light where I look. And if your light is mounted on your helmet, it's where you look. You know, you turn your head and there, you have light. So no matter what you're doing with your handlebars, when you look at something, you can see. So it's a great complement to uh, a halfway decent light. It really, really helps make that work so much better. It can be run just solo. In fact, I was riding... Um, the electric KTM, mm -hmm. the the free ride, the free ride was one of the bikes I was riding a lot uh, back and forth, and I unplugged the headlight just to see if it would, you know, help charge or not use as much battery. See if there was any change in that, and there wasn't. Mm -hmm. By the way, because that battery is strange. An electric bike has a small battery to start it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It this that's that's the battery that that light ran off of, but uh, somehow, but it it also charges that at the same time, so. But yeah, I was playing around with it. Super, uh, super Sano. Uh, it's about 250 bucks for the light setup and about 470 when you, if you actually get the battery. And I had the, I got a battery set up with it. The battery seemed like it worked for about three hours. Mm -hmm. And I didn't use it a whole lot with the battery because once I plugged the, the inline wiring harness in, uh, I was happy and didn't have to use the battery. But I think the battery is about three hours of life. Uh, super cool. So, Check out motominded.com if you're interested in that sucker. Uh, really good helmet light. So, Matt, we're going to go right back to questions before we get yep. to everybody's favorite section. Rooster Endo. Taco Moto's Roost or Endo. We stick around for 25 minutes and we'll start on that. 
So Dimitri did follow up saying, yes, I did just replace the head. I think there's more to be gained from the ECU tuning, but I'm happy enough to leave it alone and just ride it. Unrelated question, foot positioning. I keep trying different things and going on, going to classes, slash watching training videos, and they all get their opinions, all got their opinions, but they just get me more confused than before. Shane Watts just told us to do the heel off of the back of the foot peg all the time. There are plenty of people saying you have to always ride on the balls of your feet. There's the weird position with the left foot on the ball of the foot and the right leg more forward to be able to reach the brake lever. This is all This is all for standing up. What is your general algorithm for picking your foot position in relation to the foot peg? Oh, so Matt, oh, so clip, clip that question, the foot peg question. Yeah, clip it and put rider. it on better rider. Better put it on rider. the better rider cross because that's an excellent, excellent question. But Dimitri, since you asked it and we are only here to please, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you my opinion on this. Uh, which will probably confuse you even more, but I, I probably can explain it better than most. So you think about when you walk around on the ground. Um, you're when you when you're on the ground, you're you're standing still. You have your heels and your toes are on the ground, and really the arch of your foot is not necessarily on the ground. It's usually um, protected with some sort of an arch support or your or your shoe. But and and even in just when doctors are looking at your feet and stuff like that. They don't want you to be flat footed where your foot is all smashed out. They want you to have some sort of arch or something in your, in your foot. Okay. That's just the structure of the foot, the way that it works. Heels and toes are how you're standing. Unfortunately, we're standing on a peg, a foot peg and notice foot pegs have become wider over the years. In the old days, they were literally just pegs sticking off the side of the bike. So now it's trying to find the place to position your feet on those foot pegs. Luckily, you're in a boot, which has kind of a stiff sole. So the the boot is doing some of the work and the foot peg is where the load is being transferred. And here's the way I think about it. If I really want to make the bike do something and I really, and and the foot pegs are where you want to make the bike respond. You don't want to do it through the handlebars. You want to do the foot pegs. You are going to need to put effort into the foot pegs. And at that point, probably the balls of your feet are closer up towards the balls of your feet are the best place to be doing it. But something's going wrong, or I know something's going to go wrong in order for me to need to ride on the balls of my feet. Otherwise, I want to ride in the most balanced part of the footing, which is sort of somewhere in the middle. In the, in the arch of the foot to where I'm balanced. So I'm kind of using that heels or toes. And the reason I don't like drop my heels or let my heels, you know, fall back down is because that point, if I try to accelerate, I'm falling off the back of the motorcycle. I want to be level so that when I accelerate, I can rock forward. And if you're up on the balls of your feet, you have to use more energy to lift yourself up onto the pegs and then if you if you do get thrown back, you're going to fall back. If you're more forward on the arch of your feet, you can roll yourself forward. And of course, yeah, your toes might drop down. Hopefully, you don't. At this point, you don't. You're not worried about ground clearance or something like that. You're in a more a better position to use less energy. And then if you do at that point need to do something, use more energy or stuff, you haven't already given it up by being on the balls of your feet and using that energy or in a position to be able to do another. We'll call it defensive move to help your problem. So don't start by doing the most effective thing because then you have no more effective thing next. 
you can't do something to compensate when something starts going wrong. Now everything's going wrong because you've already given it up. Don't give up that that ideal foot position, which may be the balls of your feet in all of your riding because learn how to learn how to do what you want to do in the with using the least amount of energy and the most relaxed position, which is more near the arches. That's my very strong and proven opinion. <laughs> I had Gary Bailey, who who was one of the best motocross teachers, coaches back in the early days, mm-hmm. ask me while I was riding through a gnarly rock section in an enduro cross, because he was fascinated with enduro cross. He asked me, why are you riding on the arches of your feet? Shouldn't you be up on the balls? And I said, no, because I'm riding super relaxed. And I'm trying not to use any energy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, hopefully that answers uh, your question. If you, ha- if you have a follow-up, let me know. Um, Perfect. That's it. Okay, next. All right, so Facebook user asked this at the start of the show, so hopefully they're still here. What's your bring recommendation on easing vibrations around 60 miles per hour on a 17.501? I use it for to commute to work, but have also been doing some dual sport events this year in Pennsylvania. Oh, man, I know the answer to this. So, so there's two things that will really help. So number one is if you're doing a lot of commuting, go up one tooth in the counter shaft. One tooth bigger on the counter shaft with actually for road riding, it really kind of drops the RPM down and makes it just so much more mellow and get a big ass tank like in a Cherby's or an IMS four to five gallon gas tank on front and run it full. You will be blown away by what that does to that motorcycle for vibration. Uh, and then you can also do things like uh, a Scott's BRP fast company flex handlebar setup. And that pretty much does a whole whole lot of other things up front. And additionally, rally foam grips. So Pro Grip makes these foam rally style grips. All those things will go a long way in, in helping you. But it's that counter shaft in this order. Bigger counter shaft, big gas tank, foam grips, and then a really Sano handlebar setup. Fast company www.fastcode.com tell them dirt bike test sent you okay so western rogers also has one other thing yeah if you're sitting down which you are when you're doing commuting there's nothing absolutely nothing wrong with a seat concept seat seat concept Mm -hmm. seats are proudly handmade and developed in the usa by true motorcycle enthusiasts Seat concepts offers a wide variety of seat options from stylus replacement covers to this is what you need a complete seat with various height and width profiles. Get the one with the fat thing in the butt. Mm-hmm. The, the the comfort seat is what they call it. That will help out a ton too. Mostly for when you're sitting down, always when you're sitting down. So each seat incorporates a proprietary foam formulation designed to provide unmatched support and impact dampening for the rider. That's what you're asking about. Whether you're hitting the motocross track, which you're not, or gearing up for a trek across the country. That's which what you he can. asked about. Yeah. Seat Concepts has a seat for you. See all the options options at SeatConcepts.com. And uh, they've been saving asses like yours since 2009. Good organic little read. Right. All right. So Western Rogers had asked, Jimmy, have you ever raced the Virginia City Grand Prix? And would you consider your T7 in their ADV class? So Jimmy has never raced the Virginia City Grand Prix. Uh, it was funny because when I was racing with uh, Danny Hamill and guys like Larry Rossler that had won it a million times and stuff. They would, uh, it was part of their contract. They had to go do it. And they always 
told me how horrible it was. <laughs> Just rocks, boulder fields, rocks, dust, silt, boulder fields of rocks, more rocks, just ricocheting off of rocks. And uh, so I never got excited about it. Uh, would I do it on my T7? Uh, my T7 would be about as good as any adventure bike to do that. And, but I still don't seem to have the fascination to want to go ride through boulder fields of rocks. Uh, it's kind of like the Adelano Grand Prix. It was just whoops and whoops and whoops and whoops and a little stretch of pavement and then whoops and whoops and whoops and whoops. And, whoops. and you just had to go do it because it was part of your contract. <laughs> Okay, so Facebook user, probably, I don't know if it's the same one, but uh, tra- trailered my 22 FE501 home after a day in the mountains. When I got home, my clutch was totally soft and wouldn't disengage. I adjusted the screw on the lever and pumped it, su- pumped it some, and it was barely functional. Next morning, it seemed a little better. What's happening? Uh, so he trailered it home, so it was fine. And then he got home, and his clutch was totally soft. So I'm suspecting that the fluid level was low and I'm trying to think why it would get bad is because it was hot. Somehow it, somehow he got the clutch hot and then, and then it got rid of some extra fluid. Maybe it bled some fluid out, pumped it out through the vent. Who knows? It got hot. And then when it cooled down, or maybe it was low to begin with, and it got hot, and then it cooled down, and it sucked a little bit of air in there. So, number one, take the cap off. Put some, uh, I don't know whether it's on that bike. I don't know whether it's uh, dot four or mineral, mineral oil. Read the cap. What it'll tell you. Put some of that stuff in there. And then uh, pump it. And generally, they're pretty good about kind of um, – self-bleeding it'll the air kind of rises the top pump it let it sit for a little while pump it you know whatever don't go the route of trying to bleed it down through the bleeder below because you're just going to be pushing the air farther and farther down the line just just work it and it'll it'll air will work its way back up you know make sure your uh your uh, master cylinder is up in the highest point when you're doing this so that should work all right so josh uh Corporate track had asked uh, Jimmy, "How can we get the Nevada Rally back?" You know, I um, it's unfortunately long distance high speed off road racing needs to be done on a marked course, and rallies are not marked course. So you could say that the road book is a course marking, but if someone goes off the course, you are responsible as the race promoter. You are responsible for keeping them on the course. So half of the thing about a rally is that it's navigation and you can't let people go off the course. And if they do, you're responsible for it. So that is why, and right now, long distance off-road racing in general uh, is, has to be on kind of pre-approved pre-approved courses that are, have been approved, you know, years in advance and, and, uh, you know, through corridors and special stuff. So it's just really, really difficult. Um, there's a guy doing the Kota rally in Utah and Colorado that is really doing a good job of, of, of trying to get this done for motorcycles. So check out Kota rally. It's C O T A. I believe mm-hmm. is, uh, what it is. Kota. Okay. So Michael Pounds had asked, hey, Jimmy, what is it about the Kenda Parker DT front tire that makes it work so good? It looks funny. Where's funny in the mushroom-shaped knobs? 
So uh, I don't know specifically what it is, but I'll tell you it's it's not necessarily the knob shape other than I have found that a lot of tires that are directional that have a V shape kind of catching the braking direction. Uh, and not all of them, but most of them tend to center up better under braking. And this is why I really like that tire is mostly the braking thing, but I think it comes a lot down just to the carcass. I think the carcass is actually, they've, they've just, uh, they're on a really good design with, with that particular carcass and the way that it responds to the rubber on top. Um, I don't, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I just know that it, that it works. So, yeah. Okay, Western Rogers also asked, Jimmy, have you used the WP6500 cartridges? I found a discontinued new set for cheap. Uh, I have I have not. I have not. I, I may have ridden a client's bike that had them on, but I don't specifically remember it. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, I mean, hey spend just spend a lot of money on your suspension and then then you're all good mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just what it, that's why that's why they put suspension on your motorcycle so you can spend money on it yeah so ultra ss has asked uh my 2020 ktm 350 xcf doesn't have a wiring harness the stock style light kick is kind of expensive does the motomine does motominded sell a wiring harness separate for that light you know, I don't know if Moto Mine does, but I know Takamoto does. Yeah, Takamoto is really spending a lot of times building these light kits, these wiring kits and stuff. So, uh, yeah, go go for that. You know what's funny is that I just found out that the that somebody told me that the new XCFs, the the two strokes, it's really hard to put lights on them because they have a really they have the small ignition. Hmm. And they don't, they're, they're already powering an electronic power valve and the ignition and all the other stuff. Yeah. And they don't have a lot of extra power available for lights and stuff. Mm. So interesting. Yeah. So Brenda had said, fully agree with the writing on the arches. I run pedaling innovation pedals on my bicycle for this very reason, centered and balanced. Mark wanted us to say, explain the concepts of the fast way foot pegs for the heel pad. So the fast way foot pegs are basically designed for when you over jump something that when, when your feet flex and usually, you know, sometimes your, your Achilles tendons blow out, it catches you before you flex down that far. And, um, so I, most of the time you don't notice them. Um, sometimes when you're going down really steep downhills, you might notice them a little bit, uh, for off-road riding, I know that um, some supercross riders uh, would notice them when they get back, you know, on really far back on the foot pegs uh, in hoops when basically they're about, they're about to crash because they're getting bucked. You know, they're too far back already. So, yeah, uh, that's what those do. They're kind of meant to catch you if you really had a, high, a hard impact, mostly from kind of jumping. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Dimitri did follow up with okay. the original question. So give a specific example. Narrow single track second gear. A turn comes up every five seconds, so you're standing up and transitioning from hard acceleration to hard braking every tenth heartbeat versus desert racing with miles of whoops. So uh, tight single track, most of the time uh, when you are uh sitting you know in that in that thing the fastest way and you can watch this just watch videos from guys riding national and they're sitting down so at that point uh the 
They're, because they're they're also using they're doing a lot of rear brake dragging to control the bike, and so when you're doing a lot of that, you can't really be on the on the balls of your feet because you need to reach the foot pegs. So they tend to sit down uh, a lot of times, so it kind of throws the whole foot peg thing out. Uh, standing up on desert hoops, I like to be so far forward on the bike that it's it, because because in the hoops when my wheel hits the ground, that bike is pulling forward and i want to make sure that my angle of my body on that motorcycle is you know kind of forward and so i might be more closer to the balls of my feet you know up because i don't want my toes hanging down but i'm definitely not on the balls of my feet because then then i'm having to push up you know using a lot of my calves i'd rather let it fall down a little bit more into the arches and then kind of catch me so the foot pegs hold me forward more than the handlebars do so Taco Tours, that sounds like Taco Mike to me. Yeah, full BRP, Scott's fast flex bar setup, pro grip, uh, pro grip rally grips, and a large desert tank full of fuel are clutch for high-speed vibrations. Hey, I, 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 like, the, I like the last line. Great advice. Yeah. yeah. I, you, know, you know what's interesting about some of my advice is um, I was magically texted a picture of some guy's YZ125 bottom end this morning mm-hmm. with a lot of little metal pieces in it, some rust, uh, some bearings that looked like they were a little suspect and stuff. The one had blown up the top end three times mm-hmm. and was wondering why the top end kept blowing up. And I said, because the bottom end's bad. Yep. <laughs> right. I'm a witch doctor. I yeah. don't know what I'm talking about. I just make this stuff up. Got it. Okay. So let's go switch back to uh, a question that was emailed to me. Okay. So Joseph Han had said, I'm a faithful li- listener from the Midwest, uh, Midwest, located in Roseville, Indiana. I had a hand, a hand injury that hasn't recovered like I wanted. So I added a recluse radius X to my 2002 DRZ 400E. Hey, so, wait a minute. I'm a witch doctor. Hold on. Let me, let me channel some energy. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a, and it's hard for me because, you know, I don't know, but that's going to be a left-hand injury. Well, whoa. It is the clutch. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, yeah. keep going. I, he didn't say <laughs> left-hand injury, did he? He just said hand. Yeah, he just but said But I hand. knew it was the left hand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so far, it is like cheating and I love it. I really only have one concern. The thing that I feel like I may miss is the ability to stall the bike in gear and hold my position on a failed hill to climb. Are you a fan of the left-hand rear brakes? And is there any advice on good or bad setups for this? I don't want to spend a lot, but I feel like it could be pretty important. So you have just identified what I feel is the number one biggest disadvantage to running the old man's make it easy. You're not a good rider because you run a recluse clutch clutch like I do. I run recluse clutches on the large majority of my bikes. I do miss the ability to stall it. And in fact, when I really started enjoying Husaberg clutches, I started putting left-hand rear brakes on my bikes as well. So in my Husaberg 570, I'll go ahead and ring my own bell. I don't have a bell. Oh, yeah. I'll just ring it myself because I know how this works. Uh, It has a left-hand rear brake on it. And it's funny because it's the old bicycle style one that were kind of – they were always needing to be blood. Well, it doesn't work, but it's still there. I could bleed it out and it would make it work. 
for this for this reason because I would do stupid things in this bike and I would get into positions where I would have to jump off the motorcycle and I would not have access to putting my foot on the brake and I'd have to use the hand one because it even you know I had to either have to keep it just barely idling so it wouldn't stall or I would stall it but usually I got good enough to where I could do most of the stuff with the throttle so I think using the 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 brake is an issue, but like you said, your hand's already a problem. So is it going to work that well for you? It depends on how gnarly you're going to get with that. But the left-hand rear brake can work. I never, ever got to the point where I could use it as a brake, like, you know, like I use my foot. I, I couldn't, and I tried. I actually really tried to, to do it. And I've hopped on clients' bikes when, in our riding school that have removed the rear brake pedal. And I, I do air stab and I go, oh, but I hope this is a break, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and sure enough, it is. They've taken the clutch completely off the motorcycle and they're just, they're just, you know, kind of doing it like a bicycle, for instance. But yeah, I think, I think it would help, uh, you know, you know, wanting, you know, being able to stall it. But yeah, that's, that is, that is the issue. I tend to run my clutches so they drag just enough to where if, if, if I just have any throttle at all, that bike is not going to roll backwards. But if I stall it and they tend to stall a little bit because of the setup, not a lot, but a little bit, um, then it's, it essentially free wheels. So it's, it's kind of an issue. So mm-hmm. did, I, did I answer that question? Uh, I think you did. Let's see. Uh, any advice on good or bad setups for this? For the recluse? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so Recluse makes a really Sano. All of their stuff is really Sano, and the, the, their their new parts with their left hand rear brake are good. They're they're properly designed, and they don't they don't need to be bled that often. That's I would just go with that. But also, if you find that your 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 bike kind of freewheels a little too easy at low RPMs, uh, you can try running like lighter springs in the clutch or heavier wedges or a combination of both, and or running your idle just a bit higher so that it drags just just a little bit and and that way the clutch doesn't freewheel or release on you mm-hmm. as long as the motor's running right right okay so a couple more questions uh actually we'll go to brenda had chimed in with the point buy a uh trail trail master cylinder that uses brake fluid and can get a line built that goes to the back caliber of course you would remove the clutch and rear brake pedal altogether yeah, I've seen people, you know, do that, you know, build a custom hose all the way from the lever up to the, up to the, you know, from the caliper all the way up to the, where the brake lever is going to be up on the handlebar and, mm-hmm. and vice versa. But I, I mean, I just couldn't get away from using my foot and, and uh, yeah, so yeah. that's, that's it. All right. So Bill O'Neill, uh, last question before Rooster Endo. How can you tell which clicker to adjust when the square edge bump slash rocks buck you in the rear? Soften the compression or take out some rebound, or is it more position on the bike? Ooh. Uh, so it's kind of, it's kind of hard to, I'd have to actually see, you know, you'd have to see the bike in action built to, to, to find out, but it's real easy. Um, try softening up the compression five or six clicks, ride through a known section, try it, stiffen that same, you know, stiffen that same clicker up. 10 clicks, you know, so, so go from where we're at five. So from negative five to plus five, try it, see if it makes a difference. Uh, and it doesn't, you don't have to do a big, long section. Just take your screwdriver out and just ride, ride it and try it and see if it makes a difference. I, I think that oftentimes, and always make sure that before you start doing this stuff, that your, 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 your sag 
is properly set and that you're happy with your bike, how it works every place else. And it's like, okay, I just want to improve this one area, make some adjustments, see what they do. And then, and then make sure that the bike still works every place else. Cause I've seen people just go for a setting in a one location and then it just goes to junk every place else. But in the bigger picture, when you're thinking about this, say, Hey, my bikes do kick in the rocks. And then I would also think about how it's working all the other time. Like if it was, if it was kicking in the rocks and the bike didn't turn very well, which meant the front end, was a little bit high. I would be real reluctant to open up the rebound and then, or it says, it says the front end, it doesn't turn very well. I'd be really reluctant to like slow the rebound down, you know, cause it was too springy in the rear because that would not let the front end settle. So I always think of, you know, you, no matter what you're doing, you always kind of want to think about the balance of the motorcycle overall. And if there's something else that could be improved and I always kind of think about front end traction, you know, more or less, and that's just weight on the front end. So you think about, the compression, when you stiffen the compression up, that puts more weight on the front end. When you lighten it up, it puts less. And the rebound's the opposite. When you when you when you open the rebound up, it puts more weight on the front end. When you slow the rebound down, it takes weight off the front end. So it's and it's always kind of this balancing act. Uh, also, I don't know what which bike you have, but if you have the ability to do high speed compression, a lot of times those hits are kind of high speed compression related and people don't understand that, that that the high speed compression is shaft speed and I rarely use it to stiffen or soften the shock I use it mostly to adjust the ride height like we were talking about if you make your high speed compression stiffer it raises up the rear of the bike when you're riding and if you soften it it lowers the rear end so sometimes, you know, you say, hey, you know, my bike's turning a little bit sharp and it's it's kind of kicky on these rocks. Maybe opening up the high speed will actually settle the whole bike down quite, quite easily. And then it could also be the fork. You know, the fork could be, you know, too soft and, you know, or too stiff and causing, you know, extra weight or transition in the back. It's tire pressure, too. And everybody's and so many people run so much, so too much tire pressure. That's uh, something you could easily adjust. So, nice. did we clear off the questions list? Uh, for now, if I missed your question, go ahead and put it into the chat, and we'll have a little chance at the end of Ristorando to answer any last minute questions. So, right. if we missed it, put it again in the chat because. It's pretty hard scrolling through everything right now. Okay, that's a that's a yeah, Matt check to yeah, yep. negative reinforcement for positive affirmations. Perfect. All right, so let's get into rooster endo. Uh, this is where we would play the sound if we if we had one. Okay. Oh yeah, the soundboard that the we're going to get. It's yeah, on the thing. All right. So first up on rooster endo is Benjamin Bach the third. 2016 XCW 500, uh, Ruby R7, Takamoto 3K fuel pump, filter and regulator, gold valve suspension, HBP, HDP. Highway dirt bikes. There we go. Uh, wraparound guards, GPR4, flex bars, FMF 4.1 exhaust, tusk rim and hubs, tie detail, 
uh, Takamoto 360 fork signals, Cherubis 3.1 take, and a radius recl uh, recluse radius CX. Oh, so he's not a very good rider mm -hmm. by running the recluse. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> Sweet KTM. I like where the bike's pictured. Um, going with Utah, the um, I, I would like a little better, like you know, come on with the lighting a little bit, a little bit better. Yeah, yeah he could have yeah. stood out in that water and shot it up, but it is it is Takamoto'd out with yeah, the stickers. It is Takamoto. We like we like that. We like the support of the sponsors. Uh, Taco Mike likes that you're there. And uh, no one watches your show, or they wouldn't have it backlit. backlit. <laughs> Todd Kelly knows that. I, you could, you, you know, you could bring a nice reflector out and mm. just reflect into that, and it would just be awesome. Well, but, you know, another way we can tell if they oh, don't. Mark really Daniel watch. says roost, and he, he just had a big shot of tequila, so yeah. everything roosts right yeah. now. Yeah, right? he's having a roost in time. But you know, another way you can always tell if someone isn't a true fan of the show is if they put titty tail, if put tidy tail, tidy instead tail, of titty not tail. titty tail. Yeah, yeah. right. So he's just looking for the Benjamins. He's just looking for that Benji. You know what? I, I had a note. I wanted to talk to Logan about oh, this. Oh, he's in the chat, though. Oh, he's in the chat. Yeah, look at that. Well, that's good because he's, he's trying to, you know, it's like worth a hundred bucks to hang out for a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I need, this is what I wanted to talk to Logan about. I forgot about this. I made a note. I, I need a hype man, Matt. Oh, really? Yeah. I think, I think since you're in charge of, uh, you're in charge of the uh, quality control. Just, you know, the rooster endo, getting them up there and stuff like that. And it, and you win a hundred bucks. I think we start calling you C-Note. C-Note. Yeah. Cause that's like a, that's like a thing. Like, like uh, people have a rap or rap style uh, hype man. There's all, you always got a C-Note in the crew, in the posse, right? There's always one guy. I'm totally lost right now. Oh man. You didn't watch enough rap videos when you were growing up. Uh, I, I, I didn't either, I, but I just. I just uh, saw this. <laughs> so, okay. So, I mean, the photo is, isn't the best. We do have a double take mirror that was not mentioned. Oh, you left some stuff off. We left yeah. a couple things out. I, I, actually, I also, the, the lighting's so bad. I can't see the double take mirror, oh. but yeah, it's a, that's a pretty nice looking bike. It's kind of like, I feel like if I was there, I'd want a two stroke. Don't know why. Is it, a, what kind of seat is it? Do you say seat? Uh, he didn't mention, I'm not seeing anything on a Looks seat like here. There's a either. seat cover on there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roost. Roost? Yeah. Just kindly. He'd be here all night listing all the extras. Oh, okay. So what are you going to do with a hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Buy stickers? <laughs> Actually, yeah. it does It does have a graphics kit on it. It does. Um, We're going to go with a... a Soft endo. The bike itself. How about roost. a soggy roost, Matt? Because it is in the water. It's soggy. Eh, we'll go soggy roost. Yeah. I mean, the bike is good. Like it's if the picture was a little bit better. So I want to know how he didn't get his wet footprints in the picture. Like, did he pull up and what did he do the, the proper thing and only put one foot down? And then was somehow able to get off the motorcycle and didn't or because I know there there should be a wet footprint in there, or has he been hanging out there? Wait. The tires are dry. Oh. How long? How long was it parked here? Was was he there? Yeah. Like, was he like working on that photo for a long time? Yeah. I don't know. Lots of questions. Lots of unanswered questions about this one. Many questions. Yeah. Next. Next. All right. So up next is going to be Rich Wessels. A bit of an interesting photo for a submission here. 
You'll see why it's interesting. Okay. Has two bikes in the photo. What's so interesting? Beautiful clouds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Way over uh, over processed photo, though. Yes. So 2019. I think it's his thumbnail photo. It could be. Uh, 2019 KTM 500 EXCF. Double take, uh, double take enduro mirror. Which one? That's an excellent question, Jimmy. That's why I said this is a unique. This is a they bit both have. They, they both seem to. They both seem to fit that description. Yeah, so they, far they they do. Uh, double take mirror, Psycho Pro Bend handguards, sick ass titty tail. Uh, seat Concepts Comfort XL seat. Shinko. It's the bike on the right. Oh, I don't know. If you look at the one on the left, I think there's the one, also the one on the, the one on the left think, doesn't have the seat concept seat. You can are you see, sure it doesn't hang over a little bit here. It looks like the other one looks lower. So keep going. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shinko two sixteen MX slash five hundred five hybrid cheater nitro moose platinum KTM power part skid plate fastway evolution four foot pegs fastway spark arrestor and end cap with ultra silent insert. Dino Jet Power Commander V4 with Taco Tune. Reeds are still in. Giant Loop Zigzag Handlebar Bag and Trail Rack for Mojave Saddlebags. It's the bike on the right. But uh, the other one had a lot of that same stuff. The other one has the Cherby's handguards. And it has some saddlebags on it. So, and I think the other one actually has an Cherby skid plate as well. Yeah, right there. That would give it away, huh? Yeah, but uh, this, this is an older photo because that place would be under snow right now. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, I I think that's a that's a that's a nice bike, a nice ride, nice photo, pretty. I want to ride there. I I think I'm I'm going with. Uh, boy, it looks it looks like. Uh, I want to say I'm looking at sawtooths. It looks like a little bit of there, but anyways, okay. Roost, roost, roost. Mm. All right. Wow, you're getting a little sour on yeah, the on yeah. the whole roosting thing. I don't like the two for one submission here. Uh huh. All right. This next one is going to be from Josh. Let me just think. I do like thinking. Josh, Korpachak, uh, Kor- 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 Korpachak. Hopefully that's it. I was gonna say the, this photo is freaking insane. Yeah, this is this is shot by somebody who knows how to shoot a photo. By the way, mm-hmm. because it's actually backlit. You can see because the sun's in the background. It's exposed properly. The spokes are glistening. <laughs> yeah, this is really good. I looked at it and I said, "This is a brochure photo." That's the first thing I saw, mm-hmm. and 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 the other thing I saw is a, a looks like a pretty stock muffler. Mm-hmm. On the back of a an older Yamaha WR, and I'm like, okay, it's got to be a brochure photo because everybody, almost everybody, just goes and throws something on. But then I noticed non-stock uh, stickers Josh and some in, things on it is in the chat too. Yeah, so Josh knows how to use a camera. Josh, you go. should give a, you should do a, a photography podcast on how to shoot your yeah. motorcycle for Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Right, you you would get like since we have like what a million six uh, live viewers on this, you would get at least. Seven. Oh, we, have, we have a million and 66 minus a million. No, it's a million. I can see there's the number. Got it. It's, it's uh, that's not the bandwidth. That this I'm this might either. be the best actual like photo submitted. 
Look at the flowers glistening in the grass. This is that, an awesome picture. That forest in the background, you want to go ride there. And everybody thinks, like, Jimmy, it's a motorcycle show. It's like, hey, I appreciate a good photo, too. Mm-hmm. Like, my wife doesn't think I appreciate a good photo because she knows how to shoot them. Yeah. And and then she's like, didn't you you didn't like my photo? Well, and I'm like, I don't know. Or is, was it on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh appreciates our – yeah. Our feedback on the photo. So let's go into here. A longtime listener, first time submitter, 2002 WR250F that just completed a rebuild. Let's see, uh, completed refreshing rebuilding into an East Coast enduro slash single track bike. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into getting it back at tip top shape and can't wait for a proper rip. My list includes refreshed, totally refreshed, including new OEM wheel and suspension bearings, timing chain and tensioner, water pump slash shafts. Water pump, shaft slash seal, valve adjustment, FCR full rebuild, 2003 plus auto compression camshaft, etc. Uncorked free mods include snorkel removal, removal, gray wire mod, YZ throttle stop, JD jetting kit, no toil screenless filter cage with twin air foam filter, Renthal RC handlebars with Renthal half wall grips, Renthal twin ring sprocket DID chain, flathead racing radiator guards, Hide racing composite skid plate, works connection frame guards, forged levers and timing plugs, GYTR clutch cover, a Cherubis Rally Pro hand guards and spoilers, Motion Pro brake snake, revalved, resprung, and resealed spring uh, forks and shock, Michelin Starcross 5 medium tires with dual rim locks front and rear, Yamaha plastics with Chad Reed inspired graphics kit. That that's a that's a oh you want to talk about a well done rebuild. So, so that's a, that's a nice thing, but I'm going to tell you, how did you manage to not use any one of our sponsors in, in, the, in that entire, in that entire rebuild with, with such a nice photo and none you didn't use. I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't hear, I didn't hear double take mirrors, bulletproof design, seat concepts, fast company, trail tech, DDC, climb, Scott sports, Takamoto, but you did. Use a Yamaha, mm-hmm. which is Blue Crew, and and for that I can't get over how clean this thing is. For well, it's fully rebuilt. For yeah. that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you give you a roost, a hard roost. Really, you're on hard roost. Hard yeah. roost. Yeah, I was a little soft just because I you know I like I like to support the sponsors of the show. Well, you're a little older, I understand. Uh, haha, no so. one makes parts for an O2 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you know you're probably right yeah it, you, you got to find the you got to find the the used in for actually i know this i just put together an o2 husaberg 650 mm-hmm. did i tell you about this matt did you hear it run i haven't heard it run no, no it, it ran it rode down the street i had to go to foreign countries to get parts for this thing really yeah yeah so i know about this but you, you'll find the guy there'll be a guy that's a roost so I'm three roosts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I'm one and a half roosts. Okay. All right. So next up, I didn't get the actual name. Hey, I, just remember Takamoto t-shirts coming to uh, the tech talk a, an internet buyout for, we're going to go to, we're going to be a t-shirt company real soon. So. All right. All right. I didn't get the name, just the username, which is motocross SS 2014 KTM 250 XC sand build Dunlop MX 11 GMX hybrid sanitizer tire. Enduro Engineering Handguards and XCW Light Kit, Trail Tech Endurance 2-Gauge Cluster, Ricochet Skid Plate, Fastway Pegs, Polysport Chain Guide, FMF KTM Fatty Type uh, 
FMF KTM factory type fatty pipe, Renthal sprocket 51 with primary drive chain, upgrade to 410 watt stator with Tusk lithium battery, a Cherubis frame guards and fork guards, air filter, sand screen cover. Ultra so SS. Okay. How, how's, how's the Mojave River <laughs> flowing, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, Matt, that, that photo, that photo looks as bad as the ones we shot the other day. Cause you know what time it is? Midday. Midday. Uh, he it wasn't up, a bad ride at least. Was he picking up trash there or helmets just laying on the ground? Helmet and, oh, it looks just uh, like backpack. Uh, hey, like Dan, Dan knows, wants to know, why does Jimmy wear weird hats all the time? What hat am I wearing? Is that your climb one? Yeah, it's a climb hat. Climb. Uh, makers of awesome high-performance uh, streetwear. I wish they made snowboarding and skiing gear because it would be really good. Mm-hmm. So uh, why do I wear weird hats? Have you seen my bald head? That's probably a, a better question and be more insulting, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ultra SS, whatever your real name is, why are you putting your helmet on the ground? Because have you ever have you ever had – a vinegaroon or a recluse spider crawl into your helmet and, and give you a little nibble on the ear. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I, I would be concerned with. And what if that, what if that river flash floods, like, like seven hours ago, there was a big storm up in the mountains and it all of a sudden come and then your helmet's washing, uh, maybe your bike too. Cause I don't know if you pick up your helmet, you just get your bike out of the way when the flash flood came. So, a little worried about Dan here. What kind of tires do you have? MX11. MX11s. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm dabbling on, I'm, I might have to dish out an endo on this one. I don't know why. For the photo? No, he's out riding. It's good. I'd like to ride there. You know, I'd we, like to ride there with that bike. I mean, hey, you know, when we go to places like that, we build these sand berm tracks. Yeah. yeah. And, and, even even when the river goes down quite a bit, you can do these big old sand berm tracks, and the dirt the sand's all wet. It's so so awesome. Yeah. Oh, it was a quick phone shot. So so you 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 really planned out your uh, <laughs> your uh, your. This is talk, what follows up Josh's your te- tech talk. Yeah, Josh used lighting and, and a nice lens <laughs> and all this stuff like that. And you were standing oh. there sucking down the suds and said, "Hey, my bike looks super awesome. I'm going to shoot a photo of it." And then you heard about uh, how you can make a hundred bucks off of us. So you send in the photo, the first photo you find on your phone and never, it's never he actually sent multiple photos. Never, oh, he did. But that this was one the best was one. Kind of the, well, I kind of go with the first one. It, it, oh, you go with the first one. No, it, it's, it's kind of the best one. None, none of the other ones have his girlfriend in it. This is what no, you're saying. No, no, <laughs> but, but you, you know what, you know what I, I'm willing to, I told overlook. you how to, I told you how to go to a million yeah, followers, I remember. Right? I remember. We, remember, we did have someone actually put Photoshop they, they, a model they, in. They did really but, good. But you know, the photo, yeah, leaves some to be desired. But I want to ride that bike with that tire and that sound. Uh huh. I really want to. I I I agree. Okay, so you're going. We're going roost. I'm going roost just because the spirit of what this bike was made. What this bike was modded for and where it's at. It's 300 or 250. That's a 250. Oh, I, mean, I would pro- I would like the extra 50 cc. I mean, yeah. 200 revs better. And in the sand, you're going to be revving. Yeah. 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 I'm but gonna, it, it's, I'm, it's a it's a roost for me. Oh, boy. 
A light roost, says Mark. I I had barking spiders bite me in Los Cabos. And who's that, Victor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay. Uh, shoot. Is 2019? Uh, 14. 14. 2014. Oh. Well, see, I can't really blame him because it's, it's KTM's fault that they actually attached the shock to the top of the frame. Or maybe at 14, they fixed it. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good bike. I'll give it a roost. Yeah. Just because yeah. I'm feeling nice tonight. Oh, it says Oklahoma, not many sand spiders. Oh, Oklahoma. is uh, What's the name of that place where we did last uh, last man standing? I can't remember that. There was a, there was, we did a last man standing. There was a river running through that place too, but... I don't remember a big Wasn't giant that, sand wash like that. I thought last man standing was Texas for some reason. Oh, you know what? It was near Texas, Oklahoma border. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So last one up here. Okay. Uh, this isn't, I want to call this a, it, it, I don't think this, I'll just show it. So this is actually an old picture. Dude. RM 100. Yeah. Eric, uh, Herbstead. Herbstead. 1975 Suzuki RM 100 circa 1975. Yellow fork boots, red number plate stickers, yellow grips, OEM tall seat, OEM pipe down with the expansion chamber for better flow because of gravity. Fuel filter <laughs> of some sort, newer tires, first set got thrown out. Trail riding, hill climbs, motocross, bike camping with flashlight taped to it. Good times. This is an obvious winner, but I no longer have this bike, so I gave it to one of the so give it to one of the KTMs and I already won the, <laughs> with another bike. Th- this bike just Dude, it makes me want to watch on any any other Sunday. On on any other any, Sunday? Was, no, what is it? You you want to watch my old videos? How are those, Matt? Those are actually really fun. Yeah, I, I actually now I, you have. I enjoyed now, watching those. Now actually. you have Thanks another for me. another level of respect for your your. Uh, well, it's so your, funny. Your slave driver. Well, it, it's so funny. Just how many things you were doing before it became like the big thing. Like I used to just it's think like you were, this, it's like podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I copied like, everybody on podcasting. Right. This, this is rad, dude. How stoked is that? Is that, is that Eric? Is that him? I'm assuming it is. Dude, how stoked are you? And what's the helmet? The, the, the helmet, helmet is the, the bell. <laughs> it was the bell. I, I, the name's like on the tip of my tongue, but it was before the bell moto three. Yeah. And uh, electro, it was an electro helmet or something like that. So that that kid is just okay. So that kid right there, if he didn't have his hand on the throttle, which he needs to have his hand on the throttle and his other hand on his helmet, he would be flipping us off mm-hmm. and just it just it just to <laughs> say bad MF. Yeah, yeah. That well, going camping with a flashlight taped to the taped to the bike. Yeah, you're just yeah. you're so you're so stoked and like an RM one hundred. I mean, it's better than an eighty. Like everybody else had an 80. Yeah. I, I remember riding a, a YZ 50 when I was a kid. And that like it, that was two stroke. That's where I learned about two strokes. Uh, <laughs> well, everybody's just giving him the roost just because yeah. this is, you know what? And the good thing is the lighting's actually not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shadow. It's shot in the shade. And somehow somebody exposed back in the day when you had to have, know how to operate a camera, you know, mm-hmm. film and all that stuff like that. Uh that thing is that's pretty badass. It's a full on roost. Yeah, it's a classic. But like he said, he's won before. He was honest with us. He wins. 
He yeah. absolutely wins, except he's not going to get the this guy this this guy wins this week's thing, and he's not going to get. Should we do that thing where we hold it over because he won? No, and, we're and not we holding it, it over. No. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. No, we're not. No, no, it's not. Not it's a pain in the ass. But no. Okay, no. okay, hold on. That's another check mark for you here. It's not That's a pain three. in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, three strikes. But oh, you, so you, no. Th- this bike is amazing, and way before my time. But I'm nostalgic looking at it. Yeah, you have no idea what a what a bike. Actually, I wonder if you could. They have these YZ125 races, and I wonder if you could race that in those because because Suzuki's back in the day. I mean, everything was pretty pretty even, in, mm-hmm. and and it was really at those days you could get the right mods to any bike, and you could make it better than whatever everything else was. I wonder if you could race an RM100 in those YZ125 races. Yeah, Bell yeah. Star. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. That's a that was a like a little. That astronaut helmet but okay but i'm going to pull up this picture again right and you just said we should roll over we should do what so you suggested we roll over to next week so next week's like 200 dollars. oh i want to remind you of this picture i have an obvious bias in who i think should win oh is that is that so did that, you put that picture up for the whole show to see yes so the whole show got to see got that to picture. see yeah <laughs> because i i just want to remind everyone Okay. That picture. But that's this. Do you this think is your you, show though? This oh, is your show. Do you though. think you run this operation here? Uh, I don't. This is your show. But that is, I'm gonna, I have to bite my opinions here. Okay. I'm going to, that, I, that bike, it just, it just wins on badassness. Mm-hmm. The, the Suzuki yes. RM100 and, yes. and uh, young, we're going to call it young Eric. <laughs> yeah the and, and ultra ss is bowing down and saying that the yamaha was a good picture and a solid, and a solid rebuild. rebuild and 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 i i'm gonna i'm gonna it's very rare that my opinion can be swayed because i'm kind of an opinionated mm-hmm. old crunt cromogedy mm-hmm. whatever and, and i had to show the show because i want to see if chat would have my back here well at least one other person that has a bike up for dibs right now does have your back and yeah. i i appreciate that i i love it when the chat participates because <laughs> it distracts me uh, respect to benjamin here <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about the stunning ktm and the beautiful desert spring <laughs> with the dry tires <laughs> i, I want to know how long you were there benjamin i like i, I didn't see any wet footprints i like i overanalyze these photos i guess this is half the fun it, it is all of the fun hey if you <laughs> looks like you need a vintage category. Well, no, we, we need it. We need a category that placates all of our sponsors because without our sponsors like Yamaha check, mm-hmm. uh, Takamoto, who's bringing you rooster endo, this particular segment with a $100 gift certificate. Thank you to Takamoto. That's Takamoto.co. They have everything you need for your bike. And uh, Benjamin said he took a nap, which is, you know, pretty common. We've actually watched it happen live in here in studio. <laughs> he, he doesn't have the Suzuki anymore, but it's still rad. <laughs> the guy who said, the guy, <laughs> give it to the guy who won. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, we wouldn't be able to do this show without double take mirrors, bolt, proof design, seat concepts, fast company, trail tech, DDC climb, and Scott Sports, none of which were on the <laughs> Yamaha that I'm going to award this Taco Moto $100 gift certificate to because the photo was just nice. It 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 was just a very nice photo. It's nice to see. It, it my eyes are thanking you. Yeah. 
for for putting that photo up there. Like I think Transworld will put that photo next to its bikes instead of the models. <laughs> no, like it's a damn good photo. So good photo, but it's also that guy took his time to do a really nice rebuild, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, having just done a rebuild, it my rebuild doesn't look as good, but once. Like I did just did down the street. I twisted the throttle and that, oh, yeah. Lucifer yeah. growl came right up through the seat and talked to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now that bike is going to get sandered out. I'm going to get the grips and the levers and all this stuff super dialed in, the handguards back on it. And that bike is going to go do some hill climbing. And after I have this hill climbing experience, I will be a whole <laughs> new man. I'm here for Benjamin. Yeah. Benjamin in the chat. I like I'm going to go buy all the sponsor stuff and put it on my bike and resubmit. I see how this works. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Wait, did, who, who won? So this is going to be Josh. Josh uh, won. Okay. Josh Cor- Corpo check. Yeah. If Benjamin. I'm saying, please, I hope I'm saying that last name right. But yeah. that my, in my memory, that is the best photo we've ever gotten. As far as photo quality, photo you know, quality, photo, yeah. yeah, lighting, not the best and, submission we've ever gotten. I yeah, want to make that clear. Yeah, that one but wins on the photo. Stuff. Just, just pure photo. Wow. Hey Benjamin, I wish your disease could spread spread to all of our um, uh, viewers, and also that they would that they would let them know that they heard about it on this. And uh, I do, I do appreciate it because I I get a kick out of doing this segment, and it's it's fun to see all your bikes. I'm going to do a segment where. I'm going to just bring, I just, it's going to be all my bikes. And then if people can in the chat, I'll just put the photo up there. And then in the chat, you can tell me what we think of my bike. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Right after we do that. But I still want we, best dress. We need five of you standing next to your bike in your gear. And then tell us a little bit about your gear. And then we can, uh, actually, we need a gear sponsor for this. Actually, we can we get have a, a gear sponsor. Oh, we need, we need, we need a gear sponsor, like someone to sponsor, like, yeah, maybe maybe Climb would hook them up with a a super good discount code to get better gear. Yeah, because you know all I'm going to do is say, "Oh, that gear is really it looks really nice, but it's not as good as my Climb." Right, right. Yeah, because I really do believe that. But but we should get. I, I still want to do best dress. We just need submissions for best dress. So okay. if you're listening to this and you've already, there's a lot coming up for Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Let me tell yeah. you, there's going to be the T-shirt blowout that we're going to have. I'm going to get Jerry back on the show. We're going to get Jerry B back on the show. Mm-hmm. I heard there's a lot of pizza activity involved in that show. Okay, and uh, we'll we'll have a flat track flat track seminar. We were going to do we're going to do a live show someplace out in California pretty soon. But one of the things I, I need to do with all this money we're raking in from all of our sponsors is buy a mobile setup. I'd like a really nice mobile setup. Okay. And then we got to tune up our, our thing. So, yeah. you, so I don't have to take you with me. Mm-hmm. So you can just sit in your dungeon. Yeah. That's, that's what Claire calls it right now. The dungeon. She might. Yeah. So the place where she beats the crap out of you. Relentlessly. And then, and then, and then you have to stay and work. Are you, is it a girlfriend now or just friend? No girlfriend now. Oh, girlfriend. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's an official girlfriend. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm so no that's, longer single. That's why you're getting the crap beat out of you. Hey, this hey, is fair. That's good. Uh, oh wait, wait, bye, bye. You or her right now? Oh, everybody, Matt. That's the oh, way. It, yeah. it's, that's the way it works. It's it's a uh, positive uh, reinforcement through negative affirmations. Well, I think I just now understand. <laughs> it finally clicked what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so it'll make you a better person. Yeah. At least that's what she's going to try to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <as> she... <laughs> so awesome. Hey, uh, anyways, thanks everybody for joining in. Uh, we super appreciate this. Uh, thanks to all of our sponsors. I've said way too many times. I made up for all the times I didn't say it last time. Yeah. And uh, good to all our regulars. Uh, 
Mark, I'll get that shirt in the mail as soon as Matt gets me the address. Uh, I didn't have any tequila tonight, so I'm feeling a little bit down on myself. But other than that, the show will uh, be back next week. You can always do us a favor. Uh, tell a friend, like, subscribe, join our social media channels, and then uh, send Matt an email and tell him that he he made too many mistakes on tonight's show and he needs to up his game. Yeah. So, and Matt skipped his question. And that was the hundredth message. Hundredth message. Twice now. Two guys. Right now, I'm staying. We're going to stay. We're going to stay live. Where, where are just we? to answer your question, two guys. Right now, pump it into the show. Wait, where Where are you sending guy on two questions? wheels. Wait, guy in two wheels. I saw one go by there. You understand that? No, it's down. It's down a lot. He just joined the last couple of minutes. He wants instant service. No, he, he asked this earlier. Oh. Skip my question right there. Uh, go up a little bit more. No, I, I've been I'm going up. I'm going up here. Is right there. What rainbow? Uh, the sun through the trees looks cool. Yeah. What rainbow? Oh, wait, right there. No. Really brighter. No, that's not it. Um. No one watches our show. We know this. Oh, here we go. Did, did you, you skip, skip my, my question? question? Okay. We haven't skipped it. We're going back looking through all the questions. Because we're only here to serve. Okay. Not Where seeing did it. he put? I don't think he put it in here. Maybe he sent it to the other podcast with the bald guy on it. Mm, maybe. Okay. Go to the very end and see if it's there. He should have resubmitted by now. We gave him plenty well, of time. Are we sure he's not trolling us? This is cutting into my beer. I'm not showing up on chat now. Oh. <laughs> Teach Matt how to pronounce trials. Nice, Brenda. Trials? Oh, I thought it was just a t- I thought it was a typo. I thought it was trail because I never heard of trials. You've never heard of trials? No, no. The trials. Uh, what was the brand she had said? She she said uh, I don't remember what trials and it was something to. about her. Just talking about the brake mod. Oh, a trials uh, master cylinder. Oh yeah, I, I thought it was so. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm not seeing this question. So yeah. So guy in two wheels is. Uh, you know what? You're going to have to submit it, and then we'll farm it into the thing for next week. But if you go on Instagram and watch this horrible show for the first 10 minutes, we answer those questions first. So uh, also check out Dirt Bike Test Instagram, or uh, sometimes we go on Jimmy Lewis, which I don't know where that guy's at. Mm-hmm. He's half of half of what we used to. I thought y'all – have y'all thought about a Dirt Legal for a sponsor? Don't know what that one is. Are you a lawyer? <laughs> Let's, uh, okay, with that, Matt, we're going to end the show. I don't want to get into law talk right now. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for uh, thanks for pushing the buttons. Thank yep. you all for joining, and I will hopefully see you all out on the trail behind a really pretty picture.